all on you listeners of the Baguette Boys and You podcast. I am your host, Derek, and we are here to guide you through that tough journey to keep going. Our theme is It's All on You, and it's ending today, and we're ending with a very tough theme uh, topic, which is mental toughness. Um, I can be the first to admit that I am definitely not mentally tough in the present. There's a lot going on in my life, but this is a good time to talk about this, um, to kind of just keep going and, and keep pushing through whatever is in your way and kind of just mind over matter, as you say. So Richie, Connor, my fellow Baguette boys, how are you guys doing? Are you guys ready for this episode? Yeah, feeling good. I'm uh, curious on why you feel like you're not mentally tough right now. Uh, yeah, we can dive right into it. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, I talked about it last week on the podcast. There's a lot going on in my life and it wasn't, I was having a bad week. Didn't have, didn't really have a better week. I mean, I ended it, I went snowboarding on Friday, like you guys know, but which was, which is great. and made me feel a lot better. But besides that, a lot of stuff going on with my, my family, specifically, specifically my grandma and uh, a lot of stress with my job stuff. So, um, this is sort of a good segue into the challenge. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say the challenge from last week was to say no to something that you didn't want to do. Um, I didn't intend to do this, but a good example of me not being super, super mentally tough right now is that I had an interview, uh, like a second round interview and 10 minutes in, I got overwhelmed and I knew I didn't want to do this and I wasn't ready for it. And I said, Hey, look, I'm not feeling well, so I don't want to do this right now. So I, I took it to an extreme and I said no, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it exemplifies how I'm feeling right now. Damn. That's pretty bold. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I would have been mentally tough enough to say no into an interview. <laughs> Mid-interview I, I too. If, yeah. I don't know if mental, mentally tough is the, is, the, is the right term. Bold enough, maybe? Okay. Yeah, I could, I could take that. Bold enough for sure. <laughs> What about you, Richie? How you feeling? How you uh, are you mentally tough this week? Oh, dude, I'm using my mental toughness just to be on the show today, man. <laughs> I'm a little hungover right now. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, love that. Uh, mentally tough. It's been a struggle to work out. I think yesterday was the first time in a really long time where I worked out and it just kind of felt like it was fun. And I was like, not really doing it. I wasn't doing anything specific. I didn't like, oh, I'm going to go do this and this and this. I'm going to do this entire program or whatever. I'm going to do this entire workout. I was like, no, I'm just going to like fuck around. Just like went in the room and just fucked around for like an hour and then went on a run. And I was like, all right, cool. Like felt good. And I was like, all right, like, this is the, this is the most fun I've had working out in a really long time. And it was just a weird little thing. But um, yeah, like all week I just kind of felt like mentally tough mental toughness has been a struggle all week with working out because because i got to do these stretches for my knee and every time i do the stretches it's just kind of like i'm prepared to work out but when i have to do the stretches it like adds it adds to it adds to it and i don't know why it just kind of just feels like such a burden on me and it's like every time i'm doing the stretches i'm like but i can just go back to bed like i could, i could just go do this i could do that i could do this and i'm like ah I just got to knock this out so I can work out and just kind of like a pain in the ass. I'm not going to lie. So, um, yeah, no, I've been practicing it all the time. I think everybody practices it, but, uh, yeah, mental toughness is definitely, uh, something I struggle with on it. I think everybody struggles with, and, uh, it's a tough thing. Connor, what about you? Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about the challenge. What'd you do? Yeah, I wasn't really presented with any options to say no this week and pretty much everything I wanted to do this week. I just did. Um, 
it was a pretty casual week, if I'm going to be honest. I didn't really find myself struggling at all. But I was just, you know, the week was really, really easy. We had really, really nice weather. So I felt motivated to go outside and do things. Uh, I mean, I, if this is going to be how spring is going to be, uh, I can't wait for spring. Because I just felt engaged throughout the entire day. I just wanted to keep doing things, which was really exciting. Because, you know, that seasonal depression, especially in the East Coast, is a true thing. And it really, really beats you down sometimes. And when you have these warmer days and warmer weather, you know, I, I really took for granted living in L.A., uh, all those warm days that we had all the time, you know, 360 days of sunshine. You know, now I'm getting 60 days of sunshine and warmth here. So I, I'm really making the most out of those days. So this week was pretty good. I didn't have an option to really say no to anything. And even if I did, I probably would have said yes just because of how I was feeling. Is there something specifically that you said yes to because it was sunny? Running more. I was really wanted to like take it easy on my my hamstring, but I just I couldn't help myself. I had to get out there. I didn't sprint anything. The only one, the only sprint I did was I think it was on Wednesday. I can't remember which one I posted on, but it was a pretty hefty hefty run. I really wanted to test my hamstring out because it was feeling pretty good, and just managed to get out there and and go for it. I wanted to take another rest day, but I couldn't help it. It was like 67 degrees outside and sunny, and I just needed to be outside. And anytime I'm outside and feeling good. Um, some, something wants me to, something wants me to run. I don't know what it is inside of me, but I just needed to, needed to go out there and go. And I'm feeling really good, excited for this weekend. I'm really happy that my hamstring isn't acting up right now. So game over boys. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. How much did you run? Did you know, like the total mileage? Did about 10 miles this month, this week. Um, I think on Monday or Tuesday, I did about a five slash six mile run. And then I did two, two mile runs. Um, at the end of the week. Nice. That's it. Not even worried. Not even worried. <laughs> it's e- I mean, it's easy to to say yes to things when the weather is ridiculously nice, considering you've had twenty days of twenty degree weather and cloudy. So when the sun is beaming on you, you're just like, oh my god, it's 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 wild. And that's when all the crazy people come out because everybody's cooped up inside. Yeah, everybody's just like, I need that heat. I need it. I need the warmth. I need that vitamin D. Dang. Big time. Cool. And and Richie, I know you talked a little bit about uh, what's going on now, but did you, did you say no to anything specifically? Some things pop in my mind that I know I said no to, but I don't know if it's podcast uh, appropriate. Um, however, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, maybe at work. I, I can't bring something. Something had to have said. I said no to some things. I just don't. I don't know if I can talk about it here. So, yeah. <laughs> fair so listeners just just know that he did it but you don't get to know what he did so don't worry yeah. about it <laughs> the suspense is going to kill them <laughs> nice well all right so let's uh let's roll on into what we normally do next which is our year in review and this week i know that i don't want to go because i went last week i know richie doesn't want to go because he doesn't want to go and <laughs> that leaves my man connor hey oh it's been a good month so far, and I feel like I start my months off great, and this is when it starts to dwindle down. So I'm super, super happy that we had warm weather this past week, because this is when usually I get in my own head about things, and I don't really stay on track. So I was able to at least complete some of my Spartan trifecta training, um, especially with the race coming up on, on Saturday. I've already kind of talked about it. 
with doing some runs this week. I wanted to do three short runs. I ended up doing one long one and two short ones uh, just because I wanted to test my hamstring out, especially on the longer runs for endurance purposes, not for much sprinting wise. And it feels great. I haven't really had any aches and pains right now. I, I could be at 100%, but again, I don't really have anybody to test that on except for myself. And so I'm just kind of gauging based on my own feelings and how I know my body. And I'm nearing that 100% marker. So I'll, I'll probably get another run or two in this week and, and see how that feels before the race. In terms of certification, I've been staying on track with completing my courses. I wanted to do one module a week. I've completed up to six of them now. And I'm feeling confident about them. A lot of the things that I've learned, I've learned in school and I've learned just uh, being around. A lot of it is just kind of relearning a lot of the things that I've already learned, um, which is good. I mean, some of the stuff that you learn sometimes can, you know, drift away and it's kind of refocusing myself back into it. And it really is bringing me into the more I want to go into coaching aspect, which is really exciting for me because sometimes you lose the motivation on what really drove you in the beginning to do these things. And when you start to relearn things, it re-inspires you and creates motivation for you to go and pursue what you really want to do. And that was coaching. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to kind of see where that takes me and what the options are in my future. Because uh, I would, I, you know, I've talked to you guys about it all the time. I'd love to coach. I was coaching pre-pandemic um, and then the pandemic hit and that kind of uh, spiraled out. So uh, I'm staying on course with that. And in terms of, you know, uh, Serato DJ software, <laughs> again, it's on the back burner. I haven't really gotten to it. Um, but not a lot to do in terms of trying to complete a goal there. So I'm excited to kind of venture off into that this week because I know I don't have a lot of stuff going on for work. So maybe I can kind of dip my toes into that and see what's going on there. I'm done, y'all. Nice, dude. Yeah, I, I will say I know you're not technically doing a lot for the, the DJ Serato light stuff, but I have noticed you've been listening, listening to a lot more music. Like You're sending us a lot more new, new, new tunes, which I, I think counts towards that goal. I, I, I'm enjoying that because I like to see it and see if I can blend it to a different song. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of DJs are releasing some music right now. It's exciting, you know. We're, we're back into people are getting um, the vaccine. Things are starting to open up. Festivals are coming back. Some music's coming back. You know, it, it feels like last year was put on pause with artists wanting to put out new music. And in my eyes, I feel like that would have been like the perfect time to release some new music. But again, I'm not in the industry, so it could be a bad business move to release music when people can't actually go out and enjoy it. I don't know. Um, Wait, can we talk about the how there's literally like a million festivals popping up right now? <laughs> all towards the end of the year, dude. Yeah, it's exciting. Dude, all in September, right? Mm-hmm. Life, is, life is beautiful. Yeah, life yeah is back in back nice. in Vegas. Yeah, looks mm-hmm. fun. Electric Zoo. I just got I got an email from them yesterday. It's like, whoa. Jeez. Yeah, a lot of things popping off. It's exciting. Hopefully people can get their vaccine and feel a little safer going outside and, and feel confident that they're not going to get sick. So it's exciting to kind of see life evolve now. Yeah, but besides besides that uh, DJ Serato light goal, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I mean, you're, you're taking this Spartan thing very seriously. And um, as much as I want to beat you, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you ahead of me and, and chasing after those goals. I think it would be pretty exciting to to be sponsored or just get that could be my passive income. I think that's what we're all looking for is to have you you know your your one true job and then find ways to 
add income into your life. And I, I'm athletic. Might as well try to pursue it. You know, yeah. side hustle. Mm-hmm. I don't got anything else for you. It sounds like things are going well for your for your goals. So I'm proud to be here for you. I, I'm I'm putting it all on the weather. So I'm hoping that we have more warmer weather coming at the end of March and closer to April. Because spring is here, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, a very nice segue is talking about how if the weather isn't good, yeah. How do you uh how do you persevere through that mental toughness? You know. So we will. Yeah. I actually let's just let's just open up with that. You know. How do you pers- persevere when the weather is shitty? Yeah, that is. It's something that you have to get out of your own head about. You don't. First, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't. You see the snow and it's very off-putting. Or you see like the wind blowing and you look at your phone, it says 20 degrees without the wind. And you're like, I'm not doing anything. I don't want to go out there. It's, it's, it's super unmotivating. And that's when I guess, you know, we really start to dive into the mental toughness part. Like how important are these goals to you? How, how important is it for you to accomplish these things? And even if it's not fitness related, even when the weather's bad, if it's something indoors, like just so, so simple as cleaning the house or doing the dishes. I mean, the, the, your mood is affected immediately when that bad weather hits, but it's just about not letting that affect you as, as simple as that may seem. It's not. And it's really tough to kind of buckle down and say, let me get this done. But there's, there's ways around it. You know, when, when I have bad weather and I'm not in my own head already, I'll put on some music and I won't look outside. I won't let it affect me and I'll get the stuff that I need to do inside done. And then I'll start to tackle other things. But, you know, making lists, checking it twice, finding out who's naughty or nice. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, it's, it's really tough. It's not an easy thing. And I think everybody battles with it, whether they know, whether they think so or not. I mean, Derek, how about you when, you know, you're in San Francisco, it's not always... 30 degrees but it's also not always 80 degrees so you kind of fluctuate between you know 70 degrees and 50 degrees do you find yourself looking at the weather and saying on those 50 today 50 degree days that you don't want to do anything yeah it's actually funny you bring that up because today is actually super gloomy and overcast and it's it's just a day that i woke up and i along with this kind of like little like kind of like depression depression i've been in for the past couple of weeks i was just like i don't want to do anything you know i just want to I just want to kind of kick it, watch the movies, um, meet up with friends and just kind of like not think about any of these things going on in my life. But one of the things that helps me get out of that, especially from the toughness side of things, like if we're focusing on that, like tough, like grind through it side of things, I I remember that I like pushing things off is not going to help me. If anything, it's just going to make me feel worse. There's going to come a point where I'm going to be like really in over my head and have like probably like a panic attack or two and be like, why did I put myself in this situation? Um, <clears throat> and knowing that it comes from, I actually literally did that to myself in the past where I literally put myself in a situation that it was unbearable and panic induced and all these things. So I think back to that and I think about like, yes, what I'm going through is very tough and yes, the weather is shitty, but it's going to be a million times worse if I don't do anything right now. So as long as I do something today, like and like not even just today in this example like literally as long as i do something else today besides talking to you guys towards my goals it's going to be a win it's going to be a mentally tough win because i'm i just gotta slog it out as much as i don't want to do it as long as i like you know as long as i just do grocery shopping i'll consider that a win i did something Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's 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 interesting because when we have days like this and we don't want to do things, it's easy to kind of shut off, especially on the weekend. But like, what if it's like a Tuesday and you know you have a ton of things to get done, and you're just you're not feeling up for it. You know, the weather, like we always say, you know, the weather, the external factor is is affecting you. How can you turn that switch off and say, I need to buckle down. I need to get this things. I need to get these things done. I need to be tough right now. Yeah, I mean, there's no good answer, right? So. It's a tough one. I think it's different for everybody. I mean, when I, I was talking about things that I struggle with, I would struggle in the mornings when I'm like, literally have to roll out and do like the 30 to an hour worth of stretching that I have to do just so I can then go work out, <laughs> which is a pain in the ass. It's not fun. It's not, it's not an easy thing. And, uh, when, when it's, especially when it's, uh, when it's gloomy out and it's dark still, and you don't want to do that. It's not, it's not an exciting thing to do. Um, I mean, the only thing that I can say that I've been trying to do in the mornings with, you know, if it's a Tuesday, whatever day it is, I don't know, but, uh, is really just, uh, taking, taking a step back and, you know, applying what I've learned from atomic habits and just, just remember like, Hey, I, I don't have to, I don't have to do all of it, you know, do as much as I can do whatever feels comfortable. Um, we're not here to force yourself. Like I'm not here to force myself to do something I don't want to do. Uh, I just want to build a good habit, right? And I just want to build good habits. And uh, as they say in the book, right? It's just about um, it's about spending two minutes or a couple minutes, just you know, doing the right thing, doing the doing the thing that you want to do, what the habit that you want to add to or have. Um, so I've just been just been spending some time there. Like I'll like I'll wake up and I'll just I'll go hang out in the little gym room that I have here and I'll just hang out in there. And, uh, as long as I'm in there, I'm like, well, I'm already here. I got to stretch. I might as well stretch. And, uh, you know, just making, making little habit changes like that. And, um, I think it's been helpful for me to stay mentally tough, so to speak, uh, in that regard. But, uh, ultimately, you know, I do think, uh, every day is a struggle. I think every day we all wake up on, you know, on the right side of the bed or the wrong side of the bed. And we, and we're either going to be motivated to go do something or we're not. Um, so it's a difficult decision. It's a difficult decision every time you step into any task. And uh, I think, as Derek would say, you know, if you think about it, do it right now. Just do it right now. Don't don't overthink it. Just do it. And uh, there's a couple of decisions you make every single day that kind of lead to whether or not you're going to have a good day or a bad day. And uh, and if you just make those right decisions, just go do it, knock it out. Dude, you're gonna have a great day and uh it'll help you stay motivated and help you uh continue to be mentally tough i think we always come back to those small wins huh it's a more common theme than we think yeah Dude, i just love winning though it's all <laughs> i really i i really like the topic that derek brought up when he was talking about it and was really procrastination and i think that really can unmotivate a lot of people when they start to push things off and you've pushed things off for two days now and you just have a pile of things and you're just like, nope, I'm not doing it anymore. When on Monday, you should have just buckle down and said, you know, I got to do this. I got to, I got to start the first two minutes of that habit. Just get myself into that setting, get myself into that mindset and just do it. You don't have to, you don't have to love it. You just got to do it. Right. Yeah. It's a good, really good thought. And I think the few things I want to say on that, which is like, certain projects and tasks get get to a point of like they feel so insurmountable that it almost feel like they're not they're not worth it to do 
Like yeah. you can, right? You know, like there's a point where it's like, wow, this is gonna be so much work. It, I don't even know if it's even worth it to, to try to start doing this. Yeah. Which I understand that feeling, but it's so backwards. But it's also so fundamentally human nature. It's like I don't want to waste my time doing this. But by by you thinking about whether you should waste your time or not, this is what Richie said about me. Like you should just do it. You're thinking about it. So you, just, you just do it. Um, a really good example of that in my personal life is that I a while ago wanted to switch away from um, like Apple's iCloud Photos, which mm -hmm. is like the de facto for everyone with iPhone. Everyone just uses it because it's there. And I just didn't like how it it like sorted my things and it just wasn't really good for my organization. And I did not think about how big of a task it would be. And I probably should have because it ended up taking me like many months, maybe even a year just to, <laughs> to, to finish the, the whole process. <laughs> but but I like made it like a habit to work on a little bit over time. And it, it it's worked. I'm out completely over to Google Photos where it's, it's everything. All of my email, photos, contacts, everything is like all Google synced. So that way, like it just makes it more streamlined for everything else. So today's um, sponsor been... is Google. <laughs> and that's just my little my little uh, example of, you know, even if it's insurmountable, it, it'll be worth it. You know, you just got to got to stick with it. 100 percent. 100 percent. It's tough. <laughs> that's why it's mental toughness, right? right uh, yeah. Just sticking to it, sticking to what you want to do when your motivation is lacking. I think that's that's really when that mental toughness comes in. And the other thing uh, I wanted to say, there's, it was actually a quote that I, I brought up a long time ago. You remember when I, when I drove down from Seattle and I talked about this podcast? Um, yes. One of them one of them was from Stacey Abrams. And I forgot exactly how she said it, but she was pretty much saying like, yes, it's an uphill battle and you feel like you're pushing a boulder up a hill, but the boulder is moving, right? Even though it, it seems like it's going super slow, even though you're, you're you're slumming it out and you're just like, I hate this, the bolt, this big ass boulder is moving up the hill and that's all you can hope. Because if you stop, the like obviously if you stop to take a break, the boulder is going to come crashing down. So don't stop, keep pushing, even though it doesn't seem like a lot of progress is being made. Yeah, I, I'd love to touch more on the mind with mental toughness because you really have the power. You have, your, you have the power over your mind no matter what. But sometimes we let our mind dictate a lot of our actions and it's kind of backwards when you think about it like that because your mind is yourself. You're just, you're always battling with yourself. And that's where the mental toughness comes in. If you can say, I'm going to do something and not let those next few thoughts deter you from that objective. I think that's when we can really start to change the way we do things. Because like you, like you say, Derek, you know, when you start thinking about it, just do it. Because the minute you start thinking about other things are the reasons you shouldn't be doing something. And I always come back to the, to working out because that's my life. You know, fitness is, fitness is everything in my life. So when I talk to a lot of my clients and they feel motivated to come to 70% of them, it's the mental toughness that's getting them for the other 30% because they don't want to go there, but they know that they have to trust the process. They know that that results aren't going to come just by doing one workout. It's about being consistent with that stuff. And it's really hard. I mean, we all battle with our own thoughts. And if we can get our mind to be very powerful in the sense of when you want to do something, you go and do it. You don't think about other things. That's when we can start to build that willpower, build that mental toughness and, and feel strong about a lot of the things that we do. But you can definitely make things easier for you, yourself, really. Um, I, would imagine, I would imagine your... Um, athletes that come into your gym mm -hmm. uh it's not about 
you know, it, it, it's more about just getting there. Once they get to the gym, it's the biggest step, right? Yeah. That's the biggest hurdle that they have to do. Uh, once you do that, you're in. You don't have you, you forget all those negative thoughts. You do all like all the all of it just has to go away. Once 100%. you get in the car, they physically get in the car and they start driving to the gym. Like all of it has to go away. There's no more negative thoughts. It just oh, this is something I got to do. Um, yeah, leading up to that, that's where all of the negative thoughts are going to come into play, though, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, should I? It's gloomy outside. It's snowing. I don't know. What if the roads are icy? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't want to go out. Yeah. You know, once you get in the car, you're you're, you're going, and uh, there's no turning back. And uh, and that's, I think, like mental toughness. Part of it is just like making it easy for you to do the thing too. Like when when we make we overly complicate some things that. Are really not that complicated and and uh and we overcomplicate it because we're we're on our own heads about things like you said it's a good point because i think that the the fundamental decision to go to the gym in this example we're giving um the tough part is going to the gym but obviously if you're if you have your car ready to go let's say you have those you have chains in the car in case it's icy or something like that or like you have your gym bag in our car already ready to go the decision isn't like Hey, let me get all the stuff ready to go. The decision is, okay, I'm going to the gym. That's it. Just that one decision. So I think that's a really good point you made, made Richie. Yeah. Was it Atomic Habits that said to start, start do the first two minutes of your habit, and it's not about doing the actual task. Like for instance, if the habit is you wanting to work out, it's not going work out. That's not the first two minutes. The first two minutes is getting dressed, getting your car keys, stepping into the car. Like Richie's mm-hmm. saying, if you can get to that first. The first two minutes of your actual habit, like a lot of people don't realize that your routines and your habits are lengthy, but a lot of them like to pinpoint only two minutes of that habit when it could be 30 minutes. And that's, that's the, that's the whole point of building that mental toughness is making sure that you can do the first two minutes. That way the next 28 minutes don't even seem like a problem. It seems really easy. Yeah. And you don't even need to do like when you're really building the habit, like you don't really need to even do the thing it's just about continually getting into that rhythm of like all right i'm just going into the gym i'm going into my little workout room and once i go in there i'm like well i'm already here so mm-hmm. i guess i might as well roll out i might as well do this yeah might as well. all right just just get in there but once i get in there i'm good yeah might as well put some music on oh look now i'm a little bit happier oh let me just lift this weight oh here let me get this stretch going and before you know it, you've already completed that task and you've kind of you kind of beat yourself in a little bit because you were battling with yourself in the beginning and you ended up completing that task. Whether you enjoyed that workout or not, I mean, no no workout is a bad workout in my eyes. As long as you get the move in and you get something done, it's 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 it can get it can get pretty good. And as long as your your form is correct, you're not uh you're not deadlifting with a with a rounded back. Oh. That's that's the next level. You know, we can always talk about steps of mental toughness. You know, once you get yeah. into the gym, it's about working hard. You know, a lot of the athletes always get reminded it's you're not done or you don't stop when you're tired. You, you stop when you're done. And if you have, you know, a hundred pushups to do, you better get those hundred pushups done. That's an exaggeration, but there's a lot of things that we can now upgrade ourselves. Once you get the first level done of mental toughness, which is making that habit happen. The next level is how can I upgrade the actual task? How can I make myself better in that task? And then it's, it's just a continuous upgrade. And that's how you build the willpower. That's how you build your mental toughness. It can start off with something very simple, 
and then it can expand to something very complex. And that's the, that's the beauty about growing. And I think that's the beauty about the comfort zone, how it shrinks and expands. It's the same thing with mental toughness and willpower. Like if you don't exercise your mind, it's not going to be as strong as it was when it was being exercised. It's the mind is incredible. It can be your ally or it can be your enemy, but you just got to make sure that you make it your ally so it can benefit you in the long run. I have a, I have a question um, for you guys. And this is kind of like, actually, I guess you could say this is me actually asking advice because again, personal life right now is kind of all in disarray and I have fallen off this mental toughness wagon of the beginning of 2021. So if, for people who are in a similar situation as me right now, like who have fallen off the wagon per se, how do you recommend they get back into mental toughness? Because I, I definitely agree with the metaphor I brought up of like the boulder, like it kind of comes crashing down. So how do you, especially if you have that in your mind of like, I was there, how do you get back there without rushing too, too quickly? Because I know a lot of people are like, I want to get back there right now. And it's, it usually does not end that well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I feel every day. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. Jesus. Uh, no, I mean, I think uh, the biggest thing I've been doing right now is just like realizing, and, and I was going to actually bring this up when you brought up deadlifting. It's like, hey, everybody wants to throw away, throw heavy weights around. Everybody wants to do this. Everybody has this thought in their head that they need to be able to do some crazy stuff that they don't really need to do. All it is is, is just gaining momentum because consistency compounds. And so really, really what I mean that by that is, is really just, if you, if you continually get into that habit of just knocking stuff out, just again, it's like, if you, um, whatever it is that you're practicing, right. If you're doing job applications, maybe it's just, Hey, I'm going to spend this allotted amount of time to go do this thing. Uh, I'm going to apply to this one job or I'm going to look up these jobs and I'm going to apply later. I'm just going to save the links or whatever it is. Um, and, and just gaining momentum from that. It's not about, um, you know, all of it. It's not always about the results because you're not always going to see them. And I think we're, we're so result oriented every single day. We expect to see results instantaneously. I'm sure Connor sees that all the time at the gym and it's just not the way that, that it's going to work. I mean, dude, like I know a lot of people that are doing job applications right now. And I mean, you don't always hear back and that doesn't mean you're not trying or that doesn't mean they didn't even view it. Like there's actions you're making, your actions are, are you're actually making progress. It just might not feel like it. And, uh, and I feel the same way about like working out and learning and all these different things is, is the same kind of thing is, you're not always going to see results right away, but you know, five, 10 months, years, whatever down the line, you're going to see some results. How Atomic Habits is helping us today, five months down the line, when I'm shredded and I'm beating Connor in this Spartan trifecta, <laughs> you guys will know, all right? You know, it's, it's interesting that you bring this up because I always relate everything back to fitness because this is a great touching point, right? you were at a certain threshold, you got injured, you were brought down here and you look at where you were and you say, I loved where I was, but you try to do what you were doing when you weren't injured. And it's very discouraging because you've lost a lot of stamina. You lost a lot of endurance strength because of the time off. 
Now, I'm, I'm curious, are you looking more on the fitness side of things, or are you looking more on just the general life of things? Because if it's the general life of things, I think, like we always say, getting those small wins, super important. Whether it's something as simple as submitting a job application or scheduling your next whatever appointment. But if it's in terms of fitness, you can never look at where you were, especially if you had time off, because you're always going to be discouraged and you're always going to feel defeated. And I, and I take this from personal experience, because when I had a, an eversion sprain on my ankle, it was awful. And I wanted to get back to where I was, which was the best I've ever felt in playing. And so I rushed a lot of the therapy that I had. I rushed a lot of the things that I should have taken time with. And it actually just kept setting me back more and more. And now we come a little bit more into the future, about three years into the future, and I'm more in tune with my body. I had a hamstring injury a month ago, and I said to myself, I'm not going through what I did three years ago, where I felt okay, so let me push it back to the limit and go to where I was. Because pre-hamstring injury a month ago, I was running a decent amount. I was running six, seven miles at a good pace, and then it happened. And I didn't want to get back into my own head of defeat, success, defeat, success, in a constant on a day-to-day level, it's just, it's too much for your, for your mind. And you actually are defeating yourself more than succeeding, even if you get those small wins. So that's why I think it's important to differentiate between the two. If it's just a day on day off type of thing, and it has nothing to do with your body, definitely get those small wins, like do those simple things to make you feel motivated to, to continue doing those things. But if it's anything with your body and fitness related, you have to take the time. You cannot think about where you were because you can always get back there. It's going to take some time, but you can never look at what you were and think you were immediately going to get back to that spot, especially if you've taken weeks or months off. My rule of thumb is if you take a week off, it's going to take you two weeks to get back into the shape you were in when you took that week off. So if you you know do the math there, it's going to be a while before you start getting things going again. Can you, can you repeat those numbers for me? You said if you take a week off. You have it takes you usually two weeks to get back to where you were. Gotcha. Interesting. And like a full week, like it's not about you, you didn't get your four workouts in, you got your three workouts in, so you're going to have to go extra hard those next two weeks. No, it's like yeah. I wasn't feeling well for a week. You can't expect that once you feel good that you're going to be at the level that you were at when you weren't sick. You know, that's, that's where people have to really understand is that it's going to take time, but we're in, we're in the tech age where everything's at our fingertips and seconds go by and we already get frustrated that the page hasn't loaded yet or the app isn't refreshed and we lose this sense of calmness. Like we need to relax. We need to know that patience is important, especially in any type of growth that we have. And if we don't understand that, we're never going to succeed and those small wins will never feel good enough and we'll never feel accomplished. I, I, I shouldn't have laughed, but it, talking about those features, it, it's something I implemented in a project recently. And uh, I was like, hey, I'm contributing to those feelings. Hooray. <laughs> well, we, all, we all go through it. I mean, if you have a phone, I mean, we go back 10 years, you know, when, when pages took five to 10 seconds to load. And now with 5G, it takes half a second to load. And if it takes five to 10 seconds, how frustrated do you get? I get I get super frustrated, even though I understand all the technical things going on. I'm like, this is not even that big of a deal. You ask I'm any, so pissed. ask anybody, and and I promise you, you'll get that same answer. 
And that's the funny part about it is <laughs> you can't do anything about it. Why are you getting frustrated about it? And plus, what are you going to do with that extra time that you have, the extra five <laughs> to 10 seconds? You know, that's, that's, that's where I've started to level up my game um, with a lot of the things is, you know, okay, what am I actually going to do with the extra five minutes if I go a little faster on the road? You know, <laughs> if I pass this person, what am I going to do with the extra 10 seconds that this gave me? <laughs> if anything, it's going to put me in more risk for a ticket or anything. And I put that in driving sense because I feel like that's a little bit more tangible or more, you can, you can grasp that analogy. I would say that's a little, that's, that's big time for you. Cause I, I, I remember being in the car with you a bunch of times when we were younger. Easy, easy, easy. I just, I, I, easy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm growing up. I'm growing up. I'm growing up. His mom listens to this podcast. <laughs> My mom and dad know. They did. They are. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I already spilled those beans to them one time, and I was like, "Shoot, <laughs> I, I, sh- I shouldn't have said that." I'm an adult now; they can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the same boat too, to be honest. <laughs> I'm a slow driver. It's chill. You don't even drive anymore. Yeah, you're hey, in New York, boy. You don't have cars. Whoa. <laughs> cars, dude. All right. Uh, I do have a question for you guys, though is uh we've talked about mental toughness in the in the sense of like starting something doing something but i i really want to dive into like um we've talked about this in plenty of episodes right where um with jill and other people where hey you have this perception of my body's supposed to look like this my i'm supposed to do this i'm supposed to do that um because that's what society wants for me um so how do you guys stay mentally tough and I guess just an everyday sense. Like, how do you stay mentally tough in the sense of like not folding to the what society expects us to do? I mean, that could that could look an array of things. Like one of the examples that came to mind was, um, like, hey, I when we were talking about working out, like, how do I make sure like I don't I want to go to the gym and I want to do two plates, man. I want to do bench press, two plates, bro, because everybody needs to do that. But like in reality, like that's not you don't need to. Um, and so how do you just, you might just be on like, you know, five pounds, you might have five pounds on your, on your bench. I don't know. And, and it's going to feel embarrassing, but how do you, how do you, how do you just get by? How do you, how do you pressure? How do you push through that? How do you stay mentally tough? Not to just, you know, force myself to do it wrong just so I can get the two points up. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's no right answer to this because I mean, there's no right answer to anything we're talking about. I, I realize that, but I I think I'm good for this because I've I've kind of always been in that sense mentally tough. Like I'm just like as much as everyone does fundamentally care about other people's opinions, I was always like like fucking whatever. Like I, like I'm gonna I I want to do what I want to do, and if people have a problem with that, then we'll I'll deal with it afterwards, which is is not good advice for people who are trying to get to that level. But I do think that if you have good supporting cast, like for me, it's Richie and Connor, my mom, got a lot of other other close friends. If you have a good supporting cast, then the other people outside of that supporting cast don't really matter, you know? Like, obviously, there is some some pressure to appease society, quote unquote, but like, like the, the people who are around you are the only, only, only ones whose opinions really do matter. And if they, if there is a problem within that little inner circle you have, then I think that's a different problem than what we're talking about right now. But um, I think just rely on that, right? And like they will they'll 
give it to you straight. If you want them to tell you kind things and not really anything based in reality, like, oh, like you look so good. Even even if you, they don't like you don't want like you want to hear something more realistic, quote unquote, they'll tell you whatever you want to hear. So just go based off what they want to say. And, and you know, that's all, that's all you can do. And if you want tips to be more confident and just say, fuck it like me, then um, I don't know how you can do that. But I'll, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, the thing that popped in my mind was like, dude, like fashion is such a uh, a like obscure thing. Like it doesn't even matter. Like, you, every, but people people feel pressured to wear a certain thing on an everyday basis. And I think you have to be super mentally tough to go against curve and not do that. Yeah. And like, if you want to fucking wear your iron, your St. Patty's Day overalls, well, fucking screw it, man. Wear the St. Patty's Day overalls, man. Oh, uh, you did not bring that up. Oh my gosh! If you want to wear a romp him, wear the romp him. We gotta be mentally tough. Like, I, I think it's weird. Like, we, 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 society makes us do this weird thing where, like, uh, you, everybody has to do go down the same path together, and like, for you to go you know, not down the same direction, you have to be super mentally tough. I, I think it's, yeah. I think it's weird. I think it's hard. It's weird. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I fuck assholes is pretty much what I'm going to say. You know, if people are judging you based on what you're doing, uh, they have something that they need to work on. It's your life, man. You need to, to focus on what you're doing and, if you're worried about somebody judging you because you're putting on lesser weight than they are, that's that's their problem because they started at that point. They have just become stronger, and so now they can lift more. So there's always a starting point. But you, you, you can't look at and say, you know, I want to be at this point when you haven't traveled that distance yet. And if you have traveled that distance, there's a reason why you're at this point, and you need to build yourself back up to that. I heard a story once about a father who was uh, talking to his son and his son was so upset because a lot of people were putting him down and he really, you know, cared about their thoughts. And so his dad got him in the car, they started driving around the block and the dad pointed out to the, the house over there and said, do you know those people? And he said, no, he kept driving. He said, do you know those people? And he said, no. And he kept driving. He kept saying that same thing over and over again. He said, if you don't know those people, why do you care about other people's thoughts and actions, especially if you don't know those people, why do they have the right to judge what you're doing or be able to dictate how you perform? You should always be wanting to strive your best and do what you want. Don't worry about other people and what they think. It's always about your actions and what you want to accomplish. Those voices will always be there. They'll always be there, but it's up to you to kind of let it go in one ear and out the other ear. And I like that because when I was playing soccer, you know, you have a lot of hecklers. You have a lot of people in the stands that want to get in your head. You have other players that want to get in your head. And I think that's where I've built a lot of mental toughness. And I wasn't not, I was not the most mentally tough player. I'll tell you that for, for a matter of fact. I, I had a hard time overcoming some of that stuff because people can get nasty on the field. People can get nasty uh, in sports because they want to get in your head. They want to beat you, <laughs> whether it's in the game or just mentally. And so you, you start to, to learn a lot of these things through sports. And so that's where I think I've had a lot of help with my mental toughness and those that aren't fortunate enough to have the sports. It's all about sticking to what you want. And that's a hard thing to do. I get that. But not letting those voices of other people dictate the way you want to be. 
I'm breaking the stigma in a sense. Yeah. I, I like that analogy. And I think sports do help fundamentally with, with mentally tough, mental tough, toughness issues. I think it gives people a platform to kind of work through a lot of these places in their head in a physical sense. Um, and I do like what you said, like, as long as you're trying your best, as long as you like, you, like let, let things go in and out of you. Like don't let things rattle you because you're doing what you can. Um, I do want to come back to what Richie said about style because it is fashion. Like, it's, it's such a interesting thing because like it, it in its truest form, like fashion doesn't mean anything. It doesn't really represent who you are. Cause it's like, this is clothes you wear, right? Like it just, it fundamentally serves a purpose of like warmth and all that stuff. But it's, it's one of the few things that we as humans can like differentiate ourselves with. Like that's how you show your individual style. And that's how you show like who you are as a person. And it's so interesting that like, it's such a flat, it's like a platform to show who you are to the outside world. But then we have the societal pressure to like conform to a certain style, like what's trendy. And that, that right there is where I struggle with it. It's like, do I, I mean, I want to show who I am, but like, obviously if you're too out there, it's going against societal standards. So it's, it's such a, to me, that's like, that's where I see the hypocrisy in it. But what I'm trying to say in the end is like, show off your personal style, own it, where you want and rock your own confidence, whatever that looks like. We're all fucking freaks, dude. Just fucking let it go. All <laughs> wow. right. All righty. Like, like, bro. All right. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys, I don't know what it's called, but have you guys, it was a while ago, but Barstool came out with like a new, it was like a, like a romp him. It was like a weird version of a romp him, but it was like a bikini for men. I don't know what it's called, but it was really weird. Yeah. I have one. You Do you have one? I could see you having one. Course. <laughs> okay. Wearing yeah. it on the Spartan race, actually. Even better. God. Yeah. No, I think well, uh, I I do think there's like this weird. You have to be mentally tough to just go against the curve in any sense. Like, you want to launch a business, you're not going to see results. You're not going to get revenue. You're not going to get paid. You're not going to make profit. How long are you going to be mentally tough? to actually keep going and do it. How long are you going to do it? We've been doing this podcast. We don't make money. We have to be mentally tough every Sunday to come on here. If it doesn't matter if you're hungover like me, you have to come on here and you have to record a podcast. And every week we got mentally tough. We got to post things on Instagram. We got to build, Connor's got to do the audio. There's a bunch of shit we got to do every freaking week. And you got to be mentally tough to do it. it sucks. Sucks, but it's cool. It's cool. Like you gotta, you gotta fight for what you want, man. You gotta be mentally tough every day, put in the effort. Consistency compounds, and just fucking said it, bro. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've all heard something along the lines of like, like for instance, twenty years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you didn't do, by the things, or by the ones you did do. And so that that goes into the, you know, do what you want, do it now, <laughs> type of mentality. Be, be strong enough mentally to push through the stigma, through the standards, through those societal pressures, to, to be the person you want to be, to do the things you want to do without having outside noise disrupt that. Yeah, I, I like this. And I think this is, it sounds like a very good natural place to start wrapping up the show. But um, I actually talked about with, a, with a, a friend recently, it was definitely a drunken conversation about like, we ended up talking about very philosophically, like whether you should be doing things for the present or the future. And I was very much of the side of like, you should be thinking about the future and like 
yeah, you need to live in the present, but like fundamentally you need to be looking ahead. You need to be like, like, what are you, what are you going to appreciate in the future? What are you going to want to say you, you did? And like, and then the other side was like, no, like you're not going to know what you appreciate until, until you get there. You're not going to be able to appreciate it until you can look back. And I see that side of you, but I'm still, I'm going to come on the air right now and say that it's fundamentally flawed because if you don't think about the future, it's going to pass you by. Like there's, there's, there's no way, other way of saying it. Like, obviously when you're, when you're like with friends at a bar and a concert, yeah, you're not thinking about the future. You're thinking about present and hanging out with your friends. But fundamentally, like Connor just said, if there are things you want to do, like you have to think about them in the, in the sense of like, how am I going to accomplish that in a year from now? How am I going to get that done six months from now? Like, it's not something like, oh, you know, let me just come along and just work on it today. I just get there just to see how it goes today. Nah, it's the present. So I mean, that's, that's my yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, taking the mental toughness piece of this, right. Um, you want to live in the present. You might want to go to the bar. You want to spend all this money that you just made on your career or whatever, man. Like, but at the same time, like if you're, you have to be mentally tough enough to put money aside and be like, well, I got to do 401k. I have to plan for my future, right? Like 401k or whatever it is and, and, and plan ahead. And it's, you have to be mentally tough to not spend that money, not do these things. And I think the same way with fitness, you have to invest time in mobility and, and these things. And like, that wasn't something I ever thought about. And then this past year in 2020, when we were doing, when I started doing on it, I was like, oh, like, I don't need weights. I don't need third round weights all the time. Like I can just move around. I can focus on mobility, flexibility. And like, that's an investment. And I think you have to be mentally, uh, mentally tough to, to live in the present, but plan for the future. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a hard thing, but you, you have to do it. I'm going to ask you guys something. What is the last thing you did by yourself? Um, I, I mean, I feel, I don't know. I, I lived by myself for a long time and I just, I, I do a lot of things by myself. So, so let me, uh, let me rephrase this. Have you ever gone to the movie theater by yourself? Have you ever gone out to eat by yourself? Have you ever done something gone, by yourself that uh, either your friends didn't want to do and you're like, screw it. I want to go and do this because this is something that I wanted to go see. This is something I wanted to go eat or do and the people that are close to me had no interest in it now i'm curious yeah. have you guys ever done something like that i haven't seen a movie by myself but i've gone out to eat by myself plenty of times and i went to tahoe by myself a few like a month ago month or two or two ago so definitely moments where i'm like screw it i don't i'm not i don't even want to ask people like, i don't want to i don't want to deal with the uh, i don't know if i want to go planning things to go i don't know if i'm feeling it like i just sometimes you know i just want to go do it which is in line with what we've been talking about with, with me or it's like if you think about it sometimes you just got to rip the bandit off and just just do what about you G? when i was this one time when i was in san francisco when i was living in san francisco and i had this great day where i went to the movies and then afterwards i went across the street to tommy's tommy's joint and i had like i sat down at the bar so I had, had a nice little dinner. Some guy started chatting with me, bought me some beers. I was like, dude, this is sick. And I was under 21 at the time. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is sick. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is, it was the best. It was one of the best times that I've had where I, I was like, damn, I got to do this more often. I got to go out there and just like have random, inter, in, just random encounters with people and just like ran, do random stuff. Like, it was really cool. It's, it's super interesting because you do learn a lot about yourself and you realize that a lot of the things that you say to yourself are just in your own head. Nobody really cares that you go to the movie by yourself. Nobody cares if you're going out to eat by yourself. But, you know, if, if you're out with friends and you see somebody eating by yourself, how often do 
you say something about that or make a comment about that. That's, that's where I think we need to break that stigma. Like let people live their life. Let people do what they want to do. Like I've been to a concert by myself. I've gone to the movies by myself. Mm -hmm. I've gone out to eat by myself for sure. Super awkward, super, <laughs> super weird at first, but you're like, you know what? I want to do this. Like, let me go and have fun. And in my eyes, I think that's how you can build some mental toughness too, is, is getting out of that comfort zone, doing something that you want to do without anybody else. And, you know, hear the thoughts in your head, learn a little bit about yourself as you go through some of these situations. And as Richie put, some of the times you might enjoy it so much that you just want to continue doing that. And I think that's a really powerful thing. Those people that can really live by themselves and do things by themselves. I think that's a very strong character. Thinking about it from the other side, I will say if you see someone like in a social setting by themselves, like at a concert, um, maybe not as, yeah, I guess at a bar would be okay, but maybe not a restaurant, but in general, like say hi, you know, be that person to like kind of put yourself out there and like let them not let them know that, they're not alone, but just be like, acknowledge them. I, I've had a lot of friends at, when we're at concerts, when we're a group of friends, I'll be chatting up some dude or some girl that's all by themselves. And they're like, why are you talking to that person? Like, that's so weird. They don't, they don't, they don't look cool. And I'm like, <laughs> like, like relax. We're, you're at a concert. I mean, yeah, it's music, but you're fundamentally here to socialize. And if you see someone by themselves, it's kind of, it, it, it's not always sad, but like fundamentally people are there to meet people. So, you know, meet people yeah. talk to them it's a be common there, you're you're all there for a common theme yeah you already have a, a peak interest why is it weird why do you need to why do you even need to comment that it's weird it's not weird yeah, you know right. that that's what really bothers me sometimes is people get so caught up in other people's business that it's completely unnecessary like you're you're stunting your own growth by worrying about other people um yeah so i was alluding to we'll wrap up soon i actually want to tell you guys one thing that um, I think Jojo would actually be a really good host, another guest to come on again, talk about mental toughness. Um, I know we don't really go on Facebook too much any, anymore, but uh, Jojo posted a status recently and he actually blew out his ACL and MCL doing jujitsu. Oh yeah. my God, dude. Yeah. Full tear of the ACL, partial tear of the MCL. And I was like, what the, like, what the hell? So I called him and I was like, dude, what the, what the fuck happened? And he said some, some dude while doing jujitsu, flipped him or shifted him in a certain way and just it just blew out his knee and he has to get he has a, an appointment tomorrow i think to get surgery or like see about surgery and it's just like this sounds terrible and he he talked about it in such a mature way he he processed it in his in his head and he's like yeah it's fine but like i'm gonna i'm gonna up my book intake now and just focus on other things i'm like dude you are a champion like whew, whatever yeah uh that sucks that is so discouraging in terms of where he wanted to be or where he wants to be in in um so uh all power to him for shifting his focus onto something else and not letting him get the best of him that's going to be tough i'm sure there's going to be days where he is not going to be that tough so the supporting cast around him has got to be strong to, to keep him focused on you know his certain goals but i'm sure we got that handled yeah. He'll probably be listening. He's got a lot of downtime. He'll probably be listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Jojo. Get better, dude. Yeah. I do. Cool. Big time. All right. So let's uh let's let me give you guys the challenge for this week. You guys are gonna love it. I you might have already seen it in the in the outline before, but uh it's a well, fun I one. I love you. I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I didn't think so. I will not be partaking in this challenge. 
No, come on, <laughs> dude. All right, I'll just tell the people. So the challenge is exemplifying your mental toughness. Take a cold shower for at least two minutes once or four quick cold showers throughout the week. Uh, now, so I do have a question. Are we starting cold? Are we starting cold or are we... That's, that's what I say. It's up to you. It's whatever you think is pushing yourself. Because I'm not saying you have to be into like the frigid cold ice water of the East Coast. But, you know, because when I started doing like showers cold it was like definitely like starting warm and get a little bit colder a little bit colder so again the length of time is the only thing that is variable if you want to knock it out two minutes in the shower in the cold shower or four quick ones that you just get submerged with lukewarm water if you want to do that and, and get out i'm gonna make you do it connor you're gonna what what'd you say i'm gonna make you do it little boy <laughs> dude our pipes are frozen we're gonna have ice cold water here that's not a cold shower that's that's a polar bear swim do you want me to call you a wambulance? Yes. Have some mental toughness one time. No. <laughs> so, I'll, yeah, it, it'll be a good one. I'm gonna shoot for the two minute one because I take very cold showers and I'm gonna I'm gonna come out shivering. Well, aren't you cool? I don't think I'm gonna make it. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you what I'm trying to do. I'll record myself and I'll send it to you guys so you know it's two minutes long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> put it, put it on your Instagram story. Put it on the Bad Guy Boys Instagram story. Perfect. Perfect. I'll have a little uh, emoji in the inappropriate places. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. Well, let's get out of here. I know we all, some of us want to take a nap. So let's, let's facilitate that. Eat a baguette weekly on Mondays. Eat that wheat. If you guys are still listening. There was this really cool meme that I saw the other day. And it was actually funny because they said uh, the guy version of an OnlyFans is a podcast. And I was like, yeah, it is. That's us, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Don't be afraid to donate below. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we out. Oh, sorry. Let me put my baguette down. I didn't realize you podcasters were still listening. Well, since you are. Why not head over to our Instagram page at the underscore baguette underscore boys and DM us. Let us know how all the challenges are going. And why not let us know how your yearly, maybe monthly or even weekly goals are going. We'd love to interact with you guys and get new perspective to see how we can better ourselves and maybe even better you. Catch you guys next Monday. Peace out.